glad that you could join us here on this Good Friday and our Tenebrae service. Over this Lenten season, we've been looking at these questions that Jesus asked. Questions like, do you not understand this parable? Who touched me? Who do you say that I am? Why are you afraid? And do you understand what I have done for you? Tonight, on this Good Friday, we look at this question that we just heard being read to us, that Jesus asked his own Father in heaven, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? As we reflect on this question tonight, think about this word, forsaken. It's not just to ignore. It's not just to be overlooked. But this word forsaken is so much weightier than that. To me, the best word to describe what forsaken means is to abandon. Abandonment. I know I've shared this story a while ago, but there was a time when I felt myself forsaken and abandoned for a brief moment. It was when I finished eighth grade, and that summer our family flew to Alaska. And to this day, it was probably the best trip I've ever taken as a kid, from deep sea fishing to taking these tours to see the glaciers on a boat, and just taking in all of God's creation was amazing. But there was one moment when I acted like the biggest punk towards my dad, and my dad got so angry. And instead of just taking me out and having a conversation with me, he slammed on the brakes of the van that we were renting. He got out of his car door, walked all the way around the car, swung that door open, grabbed me, and threw me out of the van. And after throwing me out, him and the rest of my family took off, and I found myself in the middle of Alaska, not knowing what was going to happen next. I literally felt abandoned for that moment. Until five minutes later, I saw that van come back to get me. I felt abandoned. I felt forsaken. But you see, Jesus was forsaken. And unlike me, Jesus was without fault or blame. And unlike my dad, God's love for his son was perfect then why? Why would Jesus cry out with so much pain and agony, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I want to share with you just two reasons briefly of why we see the reasons for why God, his Father, would forsake him. You see, first, we have to see that the reason is because of God's judgment. The moment, this moment, as Jesus hung on the cross, was what he was dreading when he began his public ministry three years earlier. He knew it was coming to this moment, but he ached, he agonized, he anguished, he grieved, he suffered, he lamented, he dreaded this day. You remember just the night before when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he was sweating blood because of the burden and toll this was going to cause him as he cried out to his father. If it is, not your, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. In other words, I cannot bear this. I cannot imagine this. 
It wasn't dying that broke his heart. That would have actually been merciful. No, rather Jesus was forsaken by God because Jesus had to drink the cup of God's judgment and of, and of his wrath. This judgment and wrath was what God, what, this judgment and wrath of God was for us. You see, we were the ones that had forsaken God. We were the ones who had abandoned God. In our defiance and in our rebellion against God who created us, we deserved wrath and judgment. But instead, Jesus doesn't just drink this cup of judgment. He becomes filthy and defiled for us. The perfect spotless lamb of God becomes sin for us. The Apostle Paul writes, For our sake, God made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Philip Ryken actually described this well, who's the president of Wheaton College. He said, it's, It was as if God had taken a huge, giant bucket and scooped up all the sins of his people. All the jealousy and the anger and the lying, all the rebellion and the stealing and the adulterous affairs, all the hypocrisy and the envy, and dumped them all out on Jesus Christ. The Lord had laid on him the iniquity of us all. So when Jesus cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He personally experienced God's abandonment because of our sin. Sin deserved the full cup of God's wrath, and Jesus drank that entire cup, even to the dregs at the bottom. But there's another reason Jesus was forsaken. I want us to remember it was out of God's love for us. It wasn't just for his judgment, but also for his love. It's actually shocking to me, and sometimes difficult for me, to take in that Jesus was forsaken in order that we might not be forsaken. Do you know that all throughout the Old Testament, book after book, God reminded the people of God, his chosen people, that I will never leave you. I will never abandon you. I will never forsake you. Never. That was God's promise to his people unconditionally and unequivocally. And the only way that this promise could be kept wasn't by us keeping our promises. No, I mean, we have failed but only by God's, God the Father turning his back away from his, us, from his one and only son, and to let him die a horrible and cruel death with the entire sin of the world upon him. And God to this day has kept that promise to all those who follow him. Even when we forsake him, he will never forsake us. That's why he can say to us from Hebrews 13, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So when Jesus cried out, why have you forsaken me? He personally experienced God's abandonment because of his judgment and his love. So when we experience profound love like this, then nothing in this world can ever offer us. We can only respond as we will sing in a moment. Oh, make me thine forever. And should I fainting be, Lord, let me never, never outlive my love to thee. As I stood in the great outdoors of Alaska, feeling like I was forsaken and abandoned by my dad, I remember looking to my right and seeing an absolutely beautiful waterfall cascading down the rocks that towered over me. 
And I remember just being comforted and in awe of the beauty that was before me. Friends, life is hard. And life brings us experiences where we feel like crying out like Jesus, why have you forsaken me? But let me encourage you tonight that we have something more beautiful than a waterfall to gaze upon with our own eyes. Jesus who was forsaken for us. That's why such a horrible event on this day can be called good. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for your love for us, that your own son would be forsaken so that we might never be forsaken. Lord, help us to see that. Help us to see the beauty of the cross and your love and judgment. So that, Lord, in response, what can we do but to say we want to love you, we want to repent, we want to turn from our ways and to follow you all the days of our lives. Thank you. We pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen.